maximizing grace there is only little that you can achieve with your abilities and strength in this message pastor explains that by god's grace you can receive uncommon abilities and blessings by breaking all barriers hallelujah let's open our bibles tonight to the book of John the gospel of John chapter 1 the 16th was the gospel of John chapter 1 was 16 and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace and i wanted to read from the amplified bible and from the message bible first from the amplified bible for out uh, of this uh, yes just a minute let me let, let me go to that amen for out of his fullness mpc bible abundance we have all received all had a share and we are all supplied with one grace after another and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing and even favor upon favor and gift heaped upon gift Isn't that amazing? God is never tired of giving you grace. He gives you grace one after the other. Spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. Now look at the the Message Bible. Read on. I've got a bad throat because I've been ministering all through this week, so just bear up with me. I hope you can hear me. Yes. Okay. Message Bible. We all live of his generous abundance, gift after gift after gift. We got the basics from Moses and then this exuberant giving and receiving, this endless knowing and understanding, all this came through Jesus the Messiah. Amen. It is grace. I want to title the message Maximizing Grace. Amen. It is grace that makes a difference. Grace will lift you above your natural abilities. You receive uncommon blessings, uncommon ability when the grace of God begins to operate in your life. There is an ability that you have that is natural, that is comes from education, that comes from uh your capabilities natural but there is a grace that comes to enable you beyond your natural ability and the bible says god is never tired of giving grace he gives grace upon grace one blessing after the other tonight lift your hand and say lord i receive one grace after the other now message bible says Now the amplified bible uses double double i mean grace upon grace favor upon favor gift upon gift but look at the message bible it it goes triple it says there we all live of his generous abundance gift after gift after gift praise god gift after gift after gift somebody take a triple blessing tonight Let everything that is in your life that is a blessing from God double up or triple up. 
Lift your hand and say, Jesus, I receive it in the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at Titus chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Scriptures that we have studied, but I'm just going to rehearse it to you tonight. For the grace of God that bringeth... For the grace of God that, that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. Teaching, teaching us. Denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live... See, it's past, present and future. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. That's in the past. The grace of God has appeared to us to give us salvation. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world. That's in the present. Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. That's into the future. Amen. So I'm so glad that I'm born again. In the past, God saved you through His blood. He saved you by grace, by faith. Enabled you. And the grace is teaching us in the present to deny all ungodliness and to live righteously. Why? Because in the future, our Savior Christ is going to appear in great glory in the clouds to take His church. You and me who are His. Lift your hand and say, give a shout to the Lord and say, I am going to enjoy that blessing. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. How many of you believe that it is grace that has brought you thus far? If grace has brought you thus far, you will not be put to shame. God will specially empower you. Amen. It is grace that makes a difference in one's life. You begin to have abilities that you never thought you had. Amen. God strengthened you. Even tonight, let the grace of God show up in your life in abundance. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to find this grace in Christ. The Bible says, Noah found grace in the sight of the Lord. Noah didn't find grace in his, among his cousins. He didn't find grace among his neighbors, his schoolmates. He didn't find grace among his friends. He searched, he didn't find grace anywhere there. But one thing he found was he found grace in the sight of God. In the Ratri and Devat in the Kriba, Ninaka, Yarangi Pravartikada. Then especially strengthen children. Praise the Lord. Lift your hands and give glory to God. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there is a Hebrew word for grace. That is a word called Hanan. Hanan. Can you say that with me? Hanan. Hanan. Praise the Lord. It's a Hebrew word. That means to be gracious, to have mercy. I think the, the, the feminine part of that name is where you get the word Hanna. 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 Say that with me. Hanna. That word actually means re relief from distress. So it is grace 
that gives you relief from distress. The male version of that word Hanna, you will find in the book of Daniel, the first chapter was seven. When Daniel and his three friends were in, uh, what do you say, in, in, in Babylon, the Bible says, their mother had named them, Daniel chapter one verse six, read on. Now among these were the children of Judah, Yes. Daniel, Hananiah, Hananiah, Hanan, Hanan, Hananiah, Hananiah, Mishael, uh, and Azariah. Yes, Hananiah. That's a male version of that word. Hananiah. So when the mother named him Hananiah, maybe the mother was some a godly woman who saw something into the future. Because the eunuchs changed their name to the next word says. Unto whom the prince of the eunuchs gave names. For he gave unto Daniel the name of Belteshazzar ah. and to Hananiah of Shadrach. Shadrach. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You say that very fast, you will get the gift of tongues. <laughs> but the real names were not that. The real name of Shadrach was Hananiah. Relief from distress, pulled out of the furnace. Somewhere the mother saw one of these into the future, the son being in a burning furnace for his commitment unto the Lord. And he prophesied and named him and said, you shall be Hananiah. It doesn't matter who calls you what. You will come out of every trial. You will come out of every burning furnace. You will come out of every bondage. In the Rathrim Chalavari, you're going to come out out of every distress in the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at, your, look at your life and say, I'm going to come out of every difficult situation, out of every battle, out of every challenge, out of all that I'm going through by the grace of God. Lift your hands and say, I'm going to come out by the grace of God. I'm going to come out by the grace of God. I'm going to miraculously come out by the grace of God. I'm going to come out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The grace of God will bring you out of any situation. Is the word grace is the same word that is used for the word favor. See, a clear sign of grace working in your life is when you see favor operating. You see people are favorable to you. Strangers are nice to you. Strangers are kind to you. Neighbors are good to you. Because you are operating in favor. You're operating in grace. you got to learn to maximize the grace in your life. There is only little that you can achieve by your ability and strength. But when grace begins to operate, favor begins to show up in your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you imagine Ruth stepped into the field of Boaz? found grace if i found grace and she found grace stepped into the field of boaz boaz a wealthy man he was looking all through his life every other woman would have passed in front of him but he looked and he never saw why because god wanted him to see only ruth 
the, the, the Israeli woman, Jewish woman, they were, they were recognizable by the clothes they wore. There were four different kinds of clothes. If you were a virgin, you had to wear a special kind of garment, which means nobody's touched you. You're pure. You're a virgin. There's a way you dress up. If you are a married woman, there is a way that you dress up. If, the, if, if you are a, a prostitute, there is a way that you dress up. If you are a widow, there is a way that you dress up. And Ruth was a widow. But because of grace or favor upon her life, Boaz did not even see the garment that she was wearing because there was a glow, there was a beauty, there was something wonderful about this woman. And she says, let me inquire who about her. Who is she? Any unmarried person watching me or listening to me, Say, I Lord, I seek your grace, your favor. Let your grace abound upon me. Let me only see what I'm supposed to see, who I'm supposed to see, and let me find grace that I might step into my destiny. That word destiny means destination where you're supposed to reach. So it is grace, favor. When you learn to maximize it by prayer, by coming to Jesus, by seeking His face, when that grace begins to be maximized, it is that grace that enables you to walk in the path that makes you to reach your destination. Where you're supposed to step in, you should step in. Where you're supposed to step out, you should step out. Let the grace of God enable you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It is grace that gives you color. Beautifies your life. It is like favor upon Joseph. The coat of many colors. Sad to say, many Christians who know this term grace, we know Christian vocabulary. There are certain Christian vocabularies that Christians are very clear. Hallelujah. Amen. Grace. We know those vocabulary, those, those words. But seldom do we even say hallelujah with, with understanding, with meaning. Seldom do we, you know, it's, it's almost like a parrot repeating something. You say Amen, but you don't actually believe it. There are people who say Amen because the word of God gives them understanding and they say, I take that promise, Amen. And then it will be manifested. The same way with grace. We know the term grace. But when grace begins to operate, it begins to show forth in the coat of many colors. You find favor. 
He leads you to your destination. It beautifies your life. Can you imagine that? Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, which means, uh, she said, don't call me, Naomi called me Mara, which means bitter. She was walking with a bitter woman, but she was full of peace. Why? Because grace had found her. She was a mobite. Deuteronomy 23 says, nearly 10 generations, you cannot endure the presence of God if you are a mobite. But God works everything in our favor. Everything that against you may turn for you. Because it is grace that will empower your destiny. Grace is what gives you that push from behind. That which the destination you are supposed to reach, your destiny. It's not your degree that will get you there. It's not even the country that you're living in. Not the ones that you know, the people that you know. You know, I, I've, 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 I've been with people who say, oh, this guy, my, my brother-in-law is, you know, a governor. My, you know, my, my, my uncle is uh, the head of that bank. My cousin is in that nation. My best man for marriage. The guy who stayed with me for five years while we were doing our studies. We shared everything. He's in that high office. But none of them show you favor. None of them help you out. You can use those names, but none of them push you towards your destiny. Why? Because you have not tapped into the grace that comes from Jesus Christ. God wants you to have grace upon grace, favor upon favor, blessing upon blessing. Glory to God. Amen. Every way that you've been slowed down by, may that be broken over your life in the name of Jesus. May you step into your destiny. Praise the Lord. There are invisible barriers that keep you from reaching where you're supposed to reach. Invisible barriers. So there are certain visible barriers, visible lines. You remember in school, sometimes your, your seniors would bully you and draw your line and say, don't cross this line don't come around here the will deal with you and you never have the boldness to cross that line it's the same way in the invisible realm there are lines that have been drawn over your life some of you know it in your families but grace will help you to cross that barrier. The only way your life can be maximized is when you operate in grace, when you receive that grace, when that grace begins to flow out of you. Don't look at people around you, look at Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of your faith. Every invisible barrier be broken over your life. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Whether it be buying a land, buying a vehicle, serving the Lord, you find words like none of, none of us in our family has done this. 
or going abroad. If it's the will of God. Lines that are drawn, maybe consciously, maybe unconsciously, but it's, it's a line drawn by the enemy. And you're scared to step over that. You're scared to dream, to visualize, to see, you know God has got something for you, but you're scared to go out and reach it because there's something that is drawing. That's, that's, it can be in the bloodline, it can be in the family line, it can be among the friends that you are around with. You try to come up, you push down. Every time you've been pushed down, lean on the Lord and say, Lord, your grace to push me up. The grace of God will push you, will be the wind beneath your wings, will push you towards your destiny. Ruth stepped into her destiny. She stepped into a field of grace. She stepped into a field of favor. May you step into your field of favor and grace in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It is grace alone that can give you victory. Most people do not realize it. God doesn't want you to be defeated. He's on your side. His grace is available. Every battle that followed you, made a mistake every battle that followed you made a mistake amen because by the grace of God victory is yours in Jesus Christ glory to God lift your hands and say victory is mine in the name of Jesus whether it be family battle whether it be emotional battle physical battle financial battle whatever praise or demonic battles whatever battle that followed you made a mistake they followed the wrong person if you are listening to this message the grace of God is for you and will give you victory say victory is mine victory today victory today victory in this house today victory today victory today victory in this house today Victory today, victory today, victory in this house today. Victory today, victory today, victory in this house today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lift your hands. The victory is mine because of what Jesus did. Victory tonight, victory tonight. Victory in my life tonight. Victory tonight. Victory tonight. Victory in my life tonight. Victory tonight. Victory tonight. Victory in my life tonight. Victory tonight. Victory tonight. Victory in my life tonight. In my life. Victory today. Victory today. Victory in my life today. Victory today. Victory today. Victory in my life today. Jesus. Jesus tonight. Jesus tonight. Jesus in my life tonight. Jesus tonight. Jesus tonight, Jesus in my life. 
Maximize the grace of God. It's the grace that gives you victory. It is grace that gives you the ability to prevail over every adversity in your life. I heard a man of God say, if you've never faced a battle in your life, it means God has never trusted you. Because he is afraid you will fall, fail him. But if you face battles in your life, it is a sign that God trusts you. Amen. Adversity is the first level to your advancement. There's nobody who's advanced without adversity. Somebody said it is the womb of prosperity. Every, every prosperity comes out of adversity. You learn to cry, depend on God, trust God. Lean on His grace. Let me, quote, uh, let me, let me read out something uh, Shakespearean to you tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sweet are the uses of adversity, which like the toad, ugly and venomous, wears yet a precious jewel in his head. And this, our life, exempt from public horn. Finds tongues in trees, books in the running brooks, sermons in stones, and good in everything. William Shakespeare. Whew. Hallelujah. Can you say it better in Shakespeare in English? No, this is Malayalam English. Bear up with that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> I like that. I, I, like, I like what he said. You know, he said, what do you say? He said that every adversity will give you tongues in trees, books in the running brooks, and sermons in stones, and every good thing. Every sermon that most of the sermons that I have has come out of adversity. It's gone to a point where you seek the Lord and say, I need answers, Lord, help me. What are you saying? Glory to God. Proverbs 24 verse 10. It says there, Proverbs 24 verse 10, it says there, I think it is 24 and verse 10. If thou faint in the day of adversity, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Thy strength is very small. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength 
is very small. One version, I forget which version, it says there, if you fail in the, strength, in the day of adversity, it means you're made of inferior material. You're made in Taiwan, China. <laughs> Pardon me if you're listening from Taiwan or China. Chang Chong Ching Cho. Che. Cho. Come on. <laughs> God bless you. Hallelujah. But let me tell you, <laughs> if you, if you, if you faint in the day of adversity, you're made of inferior material. But we are not made of inferior material. We are made by grace. We are made by the grace of God, the unmerited favor, the ability of God. We dare not faint in the day of adversity. Glory to God. Lift your hand and say, I am coming out of every discouragement by the grace of God. I will win against adverse situations by the grace of God. I am victorious by the grace of God. I will walk into my destination and destiny by the grace of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Genesis 18 verse 1. It says there, Genesis 18 verse 1. Amen. Let's look at that. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Speaking Mamre. about Ab Ab Abraham. The Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. <coughs> in the heat of the day. Can you imagine that? In the heat of your life, may angels appear to you. So much so, Abraham said in the third verse, If I found grace in thy sight, do not pass me by. Wow. In the heat of your life, in the heat of your life, may the angels of God appear. May the angels of God appear. May the grace of God show up. And may your miracle come forth in the next season. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Amen. People laugh at you when you're going through the heat of your life. People write you off. People discount you. I've seen that over years. It said that success has many fathers. Failure has none. Even your school teacher will say, the moment you become successful. But grace, grace makes you. It maximizes your life. Can you say those words with me? Grace will maximize my life. I receive the grace from His fullness, from Jesus. Amen. Gift upon gift. Favor upon favor. Blessing upon blessing. Glory to God. I receive by faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. One more scripture and we are going to pray. It says in the book of, you know, there is, why God gives you grace is to maximize your life is Obadiah chapter 1 and verse 21. I, I like that word. Can you read that for me? And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion. Saviors, not savior. It's not capital S. Saviors will come upon Mount Zion. Saviors. Grace will make you a savior. That's how you maximize your life. 
You are not somebody who is looking for a loan. You are the guy who gives out loans. Saviors. God wants each and everyone in the body of Christ and Zion to be a savior. You are not the one looking for help. You are the guy who is supposed to help. You won't be the guy who is regular or average. You are not the problem. You are the solution provider. You can't go back to your yesterday anymore. It's gone. That's a word over somebody. You can't, you can't go back to your yesterday anymore. It's gone. God's grace will maximize your life to be a savior. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Saviors. You are the blessing to somebody. You will be the channel of blessing. You move out of that position of looking for a blessing. To say, I'm blessed of the Lord. Let me be a blessing to somebody. That's the level of maximization. Where God gives you grace. Grace be to the name of Jesus. You will be a barrier breaker. Somebody who enforces change. In your college, in your school, in your workplace. Amen. You're not somebody who is looking for help. You are the helper. You are the answer to everyone's questions. You got the solutions. You are the bridge to somebody's blessing. Glory to God. You are the employer to the unemployed. Can you imagine you looking for employment? Been fasting and praying for five years now. Looking for employment. <laughs> Grace enables you. You are not the taker, you are the giver. You are not the one who is depending on people. People are depending on you. Tonight is the poorest or the weakest you will ever be. In the name of Jesus. Because grace of God will maximize you out of every poverty. Out of every bondage and limitations. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Grace gives you the strength to operate in the strength of God. The church needs to see itself as somebody who is going to manifest healing, not somebody who is looking for healing. Oh, there are times you feel weak and you need healing. Definitely God will heal you. But your mindset is to change. I'm a distributor because the grace of God, of grace of healing is in me. Jesus is in me. I'm a distributor of healing. the guy who's running around looking for deliverance from one fasting prayer to one another from one church to one another <laughs> you are the guy who is supposed to deliver people out of their bondage because Jesus is in you you are a savior savior shall come out of Zion can you imagine that saviors will come out of Zion 
But there is a, there is to be a shift in your mind the way you think. Most people all through their life they are looking at needing help somebody and they, no you receive from Jesus you have a personal prayer time with the Lord you receive from his word you get baptized in the holy ghost fellowship with the holy spirit open your mouth and speak life snap out of that snapchat and get in the move of god glory to god glory to god glory to god daniel chapter 1 i was planning to say it next week but i i might as well say this now daniel chapter 1 was 20 i think was 20 is it 20 and in all matters of wisdom in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them he found them 10 times better 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm amen the king found daniel and the three friends 10 times better than all the magicians and the wise men of his, of babylon can you imagine 10 times better the 10th month october is going to just around the corner maximize your life to step into that 10 times better please your hand upon your head and say i'm going to be 10 times better than i ever was whether it be in my health whether it be in my finances whether it be in the ministry whether it be in serving the lord whether it be in my family life bringing up children 10 times better by the grace of god 10 times better by the grace of god 10 times better by the grace of god 10 times better in the name of jesus hallelujah glory to god glory to god glory to god glory to god hallelujah blessed be the name of jesus